Hey everybody, it's Kendall from Recording Lounge. It's March 15th, 2012, and it's time for another Recording Lounge quick tip. Today, we're talking about the question of why do we need different preamps and different mics? Um, how are they different? Why even invest in all these different ones? Why do the professionals have so many 30, 50 mics at their disposal? All right, well, let's talk about one thing first. Statements have been made, and I've probably made them too, that a recording engineer or a home studio guy or a whatever you want to call yourself um, can get very far with a good stereo set of mics and a good stereo set of preamps. And I completely agree. Something like uh, 414s from AKG or 4050s from Audio-Technica or if you want to get a little higher end, you know, like a pair of mics from Telefunken, a pair of mics from Bach, a pair of mics from MicTech, even a pair of mics from Mojave. There's all, you know, all these great companies. And then a good stereo set of preamps. So this ranges from even uh, like two True Systems P solos to, um, you know, two API preamps, two Millennia preamps, two Vintech preamps, two Universal Audio preamps, two A Designs preamps, whatever. And I totally agree with this assertion that you can get a great, great sound with a good stereo pair of mics and a good stereo preamp. Why? Well, like we've talked about in other shows, I very rarely mic things with more than two mics. Why? I, I just don't need to. And I don't need to complicate the session with all the, you know, five mics on an electric guitar amp. It's not really going to make it sound that much better. In most cases, I find that one or two mics on a guitar amp sounds better best. Um, the more mics you add, the more phase problems you start getting, the more, you know, hard it is, the harder it is to balance them all, the harder it is to make a decision and commit to something. I find that at most, other than drums, I use three mics on things. Uh, like on a guitar amp, for example, if I have a 212 cabinet or a 412 cabinet, I might put one mic on one speaker, one mic on another speaker, and I'll put a mic in the room. Does that even mean I'll use them all? No. That just means that I'm recording them for the flexibility in the mix. And um, so anyway, sure, there are occasions when I use more than three, but on vocals and uh, stereo overheads and guitar amps and bass amps and upright bass and acoustic guitar and backing vocals and group vocals, I mean, two mics can pretty much get most of that just fine. And if you invest in a good stereo pair, then you'll get really far. However, let's make, I'm going to make three cases for why we need different preamps and different mics in addition to like this stereo set. First case is using different mics gives you different EQ options without actually having to use an EQ. On the Acoustic Guitar Show, I talked about an AKG 451, which is a small diaphragm mic that's very bright, and uh, on some things it can sound terrible, but on like a darker sounding guitar or a darker sounding snare drum, um, you know, you can use the 451 and it sounds incredible. However, if I wanted, if I had a thinner sounding acoustic guitar, something like a Taylor or, you know, something a little brighter, then that mic might not sound great at all. And instead, I could use a KM184 or something like that, or even like an SM81 and get a great sound. But with that, you know, I can choose my sound initially based on the, on um, how it sounds dry. But that way, it sounds better from the get-go, and you don't have to spend 10 minutes or 20 minutes trying to work an EQ to make it sound how you wanted, when you really should have just recorded it with a different mic. Uh, same goes for just about any instrument. SM57s sound great on snare drum, they sound great on toms, they sound great on guitar amps. 
Would I use them on an acoustic guitar? Probably not. Does that mean I never would? No. Using different mics allows you to get different EQs. And, and it helps because it always sounds better than trying to, you know, manipulate an EQ later. Always. Case number two. Preamps all have their own sound as well. They'll all have certain distortion characteristics, whether that's super, super clean, no distortion, or very gritty, tube-thick, warm distortion. You can manipulate these in, in such a way to get actual musical character out of the sounds that you're recording. You can get sort of a gritty warm sound or get sort of an edge to it. I'm not, I mean, distortion is a good thing. It's not that, oh, I don't need these preamps because I don't want distortion on my sound. It's not like that. The distortion we're talking about here is subtle. It's something like um, taking a photo that you've taken and turning up the sharpen control on it. It's subtle distortion that, that makes things a little bit clearer because it's slightly distorted. And that can really help give things an edge. It's sort of the difference when a singer is trying to sing and they've blown out their voice and they have that sort of soft, like, uh, quality to their voice versus when a singer has a very uh, maintained voice, they have that edge to their voice that's like, uh, like that when you do that with your mouth. So that's sort of the difference. You have this sort of airy, soft quality versus it gives it sort of an edge when you get a little bit of distortion from these transformers or tubes or whatever. So using different mic and preamp combinations can help get you different sounds and actually add something of a, of a character to the sound that you could not get with an EQ or a processor. Are there different mic combinations, like mic and preamp combinations, that I prefer over others? Yes. I love the way that a bass direct signal sounds through my Chameleon Labs 7602s more than the sound that the bass direct sounds like through my Vintec X73s, um, which are twice the price of the Chameleon Labs, but for whatever reason, I prefer the Chameleon Labs on Bass Direct. That's just me. And I've tried them both. I've done them side by side, and I just I just like it better. Um, there are things like that, SM7s on vocals. I prefer to run those through an API preamp. I think it sounds great with those. Each preamp has its own color also. API is a little warmer and smoother. Um, Neve or Vintec or uh, Brent Averill, or Brent, things like that. That whole Neve sound is, is characterized by a little more of an edgy sound um, up front, like really in your face. Not as smooth, definitely a little brighter. Um, Millennia, for example, is different from both of those. They're clean, super clean, very accurate, very, you know, as you hear it in the room. So all these things, you can make these different combinations and get better sounds. The third case for this is once you start layering instruments that have been recorded with the same mics and the same preamps, all the problems that you had in your room, all the problems that you have in your instruments, all the problems that you have on your mics and preamps, as in, you know, frequency uh, inaccuracies or frequency humps or something like if you've got a resonance in your room, all of those will now build up like crazy. Why does that matter? Let's say you have one microphone and one preamp and you record everything with it. You record, you know, uh, acoustic guitar, electric guitar, vocals, and, uh, a, you know, drum kit with it. Well, if you have a slight bump at 1K on that microphone or on that preamp or in your room, every single channel will have that bump. Why is that a problem? When you listen to something in solo, it might sound fine. But when you listen to things all together, this sounds terrible. It sounds muddy. It sounds like everything takes on a real samey feel. 
And so if you use a different mic on something, you can actually separate it from the other instruments. So if you use an acoustic uh, acoustic guitar with a Neumann or with a Rode NT5, and then you go to double the acoustic guitar or play an acoustic guitar solo, they will muddy each other up in some ways. And so instead, you could have used like a 451 on the acoustic for the solo, and that would separate it from the mix it would give it a different sound. And, you know, another thing too is let's say you really like the sound of a certain mic. Then you can change the preamp to give it just a subtly different sound. Um, you can change the positioning. One of the things that I like to do is when I'm having backing vocalists do something, I will kind of order the harmonies in order of importance. So you have like your main vocal. And then you have maybe like your second harmony, and then there's kind of a third harmony that you want in there that's like not as predominant, but it's going to be in there. I will space the vocalists from the mics farther for each overdub. So the lead vocalist might be under a foot. Well, the first backing vocal might be a foot and a half, two feet away from the mic. Then the, thir the third backing vocal, I might put four feet away from the microphone. Why? It creates depth in the mix because you're not getting the same sound. You're not getting the exact same vocal sound because I don't want it to sound like a duet. I want it to sound like, you know, the guitar player is singing along with the lead singer, not that the guitar player and the lead singer are singing a duet. I think one of the biggest problems with novice engineers is that they don't think about where things are going to be placed in the mix before they actually record them. Um, for example, if you put a mic two inches away from everything, it's going to be really hard to get depth in your mix because everything has a mic two, inch away, two inches away and everything sounds like it's right in front of your face. So it's going to be really hard to push things like you know that back in the mix. Things like kick drum, snare drum, bass, and vocal are usually all right up front in the mix. Everything else is usually a little bit farther back. So, you know, you'll either have to space the mics or add reverb or add delay or add some sort of um, processing in order to get it to sound like it's not just as close as everything else. I mean, the band isn't supposed to sound like it's in a line. I mean, that just doesn't make any sense. So that's just something to think about is that you can change positions, you can change mics, you can change, um, you know, preamps and all get different colors that you can use to paint your picture and you know if you want something to sound like it's a little farther back in the mix then you can actually space the mic from it go figure right so you record an acoustic guitar and then you want like uh, an acoustic guitar double that you want a little bit farther back to sound like maybe uh, a second guitar player sitting on the side of the stage so to speak then you know space the mic you know 10 more inches from the guitar that you did on the first one that will change the sound so think about these things. Think about how we can use different mics and different preamps to our advantage in creating sonically interesting and sonically separated and sonically uh, pleasing recordings to our ears that are a lot less uh, heavy with EQ, that are a lot less um, demanding for us to try to separate things, and that in general just sound better. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this quick tip. I will see you next time.